Yo, what's up everybody? Hazy J here with the Playroom Podcast with the homie Naya. And uh, we're uh, drinking a little bit. So we're just going to take some shots here and there and see where this conversation goes. I actually don't have a plan for today's podcast, so we'll see what we come up with in the time we have together. I'll let you take it from here because you said something. Yeah, actually, we didn't have talked about this at all. This is all fresh. I actually like it this way, especially with us being a little, I'm actually like a tiny bit tipsy. Gonna take another shot now. But I'm actually been reading this book, and um, it's called uh, The Power of Choosing Joy. And it's just been kind of about um, how you, like, stay in your element, even when, you know, I don't know, you actually don't have a problem with this, but I do. When I'm upset or when I'm stressed or just, you know, people say stuff that pisses me off or bothers me, you know, I kind of let it ruin my mood, let it ruin my day, let it ruin a lot of things, my relationships with people, all that kind of shit. It's just basically about no matter what happens, no matter what anyone else does, just staying yourself. So yeah. just remaining true to yourself in like any scenario, I actually think it's I called guess. unbothered. Oh, yeah, power that's a good word. I mean... I don't think that, I don't think I am unbothered by things, but I do think that I can show that I'm unbothered by a lot of things. Right. But the book is actually about like, it's not just about, you know, the perception of being unbothered. It's about actually like within yourself. Being unbothered. Being unbothered. I mean, not just, yeah, just like, you know, getting a grasp back on yourself when something does bother you. You can't really be unbothered. Yeah. But you can bring yourself back faster, bring yourself, settle yourself down. So, you know, I've only read like four chapters right now, but um, basically what I've read so far is just kind of talking about, um, and actually I know, I, I've actually refrained from saying this because I feel like it's going to take away a lot of credibility away from it, but it's actually Omarion's book. And um, <laughs> it is actually Omarion's book, <laughs> but he has a spiritual practice and he has had this practice for like over 10 years at this point now. And um, a lot of people don't know that because, you know, he's famous and he's known for this, he's known for that. But he actually is very, I think that very spiritual. could make it a little more credible. Because if, of the situations he's been through? Yeah, I mean, knowing that he probably does go through very, very stressful situations. Right. You would like to know that he is still practicing, you know, keeping calm within whatever can be thrown at him. Right. Especially in... If he's like taking a situation that's like something we can never experience, I guess. And so, um, I'm not sure if you know this, but a lot of people may probably already do know this. So basically, he wrote the book because it, he released it right after the stuff happened with his baby mama. So, you know, his baby for mama was... for the listeners that don't know, I don't know what happened with his baby mama. So, I'm about to say, yeah, uh, his uh, his baby mama basically was. You know, he was in a relationship with her, and, you know, they broke up. She was on love with him all the time, and she also didn't say why they broke up. No one has ever really said why they broke up. But right after they broke up, she did start messing with Lil Fizz, who has been in B2K, one of, like, who was also in B2K. You know, that's something he was in since he was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And they've done a lot of reunion tours and all this other stuff. So he's very, very, very extremely close to them, but she got in a relationship with him. They have two children together, and she got in a relationship with his one of his closest friends right after that. 
and everyone was kind of waiting for him to, you know, react and make a statement and stuff like that. But you know, they everyone every time they're going his page to see, he just living his life. He relaxed. He not doing nothing. He not even worried about it. And everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, unbothered king." Wow. But he was really just like, and they were just like, "Oh, he put on the front, but he hurt." And he was like, "No, like that has nothing to do with me. It doesn't, because it didn't." You know, they broke up. They they decided that it wasn't working for them. So why would he be hurt by what she continued to move on with? Like, yeah, I mean, it was the... definitely something that was uh, mutually agreed upon, though. Then I would see why would he be mad about it? But right? that was one, that's like you know that's like really like someone messing with Angelo or like him saying your girlfriend it's someone you had kids with messing with Angelo. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He has a lot of strength. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, like, it, okay, he, let me ask you this real quick. Do mm -hmm. you think it's it's harder because it's someone close to you, or would you think it would be easier knowing that they're with a good person because you know that you're close to that person and you know them very well? It's harder because not. Not for the reason that you think, but because I just lost. I will not be the same with my friend now. Yeah, that's fair. I point just lost too. my friend and I lost my girl at this point. But why would you say that you lost? I guess them? I technically didn't, but it just changed our whole entire dynamic. It just changed our friendship. It it yeah. there's nothing we can do is change now. That's true. fucking a woman I have two children with. Right. <laughs> like, and you know, well, the kind of, the kind of transparent, like that's, that's a conflict of interest. Let me you ask, okay, wait, this that. brings up a point that, um, not really a point, but there is also a situation going on, um, in the NBA with this NBA player, um, Andrew Wiggins. He just, I don't want to get into his NBA career, but he's a pretty successful basketball player. He's mm -hmm. recently won a championship with the Warriors. Mm -hmm. And there was rumors, I don't know if it's true or not, but there's rumors that he's, um, well, right now he's taking time off from the NBA due to family or personal issues, he was saying. Mm -hmm. And people are saying that the rumor is that the kids that he has with his wife are not his kids and they're actually his best friend's kids and he's basically been raising his best friend's kids as his own but he didn't know about it so that's kind of similar to what you're kind of saying i guess in a way yeah um, fun fact actually i'm sorry just no, you're throw good, this you're in uh, fun fact my dad his brother what his brother has three kids with his wife two huh? of them two of them no, no, I'm saying his my brother. No, my dad's brother, my uncle, has three kids with his wife, right? What? And my dad is actually the father of two of those kids, but his brother does not know. My grandmother, when before she passed, she told every all of her grandkids one secret, and that's the one she told me. That is crazy. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not a secret now. I mean, you're saying it. I don't know my dad. I mean, I don't know him personally. He don't. He don't know the fuck that I'm doing. So is or his family will never hear this. I mean, that's that's just a very bad secret. I don't know how you're supposed to feel in a situation like that. Like I'm trying to put myself in his shoes. How would I react? Um, almost like 
ultimate betrayal by two of the closest people that you are close with, I guess. How old are the kids, do you know? Not really sure, but I think that, if I can recall, some pictures of them, like, he's, like, walking around with them, and they're still pretty small, so maybe around, like, I guess just toddler One, age two, or something two like or that. Three. Yeah, um, I feel like if, you know, you get the paternity test, you find out that it turns out they aren't your children. I don't know. I, but that I, doesn't stop the love you have for those children, right? Yeah. You, know? that, you, you can know, still raise them and they don't have to be yours, but it definitely does take away. You just, you would be a, you would be a different no, figure I mean, at that point. You wouldn't yeah. be their dad. You're like, hey, I'm going to check on them. I'm going to, I'm going to call you and make sure they're okay. I'll do it. If they ever need anything, I got them. If I want to see them, I'll see them. But at that point, I am not obligated to them kids no more. If anything, I'm doing anything, I'm doing it out of pure love. Right. Because I know them, and I know them person. I know, you know what I'm saying? At that point, it's about the individual perspective of that child, and that child has a personal relationship with me. Yeah. And it's about our relationship, about festering that. Outside of relationships and, you know, me being their dad and me being this figurehead, whatever. It's about me caring about them and stuff like that. But, <clears throat> no, he don't have to be in a kid like no more. He can, he can say, fuck them kids, for real. And I would say that if if I was in a situation like that as a man, I would probably, yeah, I would definitely still care about the kids. I, but I, I am also going to be like, you know, for a fact, I know how to take care of these kids because I've been their play dad for fucking two years or whatever. Yeah. So drop the kids off to me. I want to see them. I want to spend time with them still every once in a while, every two weeks, every three weeks, whatever it may be. But me and you, bitch, don't ever fucking talk to me again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think I would. That's probably along the lines of what I would think because, I mean, the trust that's broken really is between the girl and you because it's just like... And your friend. And, like, yeah, your, and friend. your friend also because you've been lied to and they were trying to keep the secret. That's just something that's hard to come back from. And I don't know, like, that's that's a very specific situation that could happen. Right. But I don't think that it is something that doesn't happen to a lot of people because it could yeah um, actually it's it's um you know you have to think about it when hop, you're somebody's best friend you're around a lot exactly i've been seeing it a lot actually where people are fucking their boyfriend's best friend or whatever you know so, or something along those lines or you know my my, my boyfriend's fucking my best friend it just be like your best friend is gonna be around a lot in either party of the relationship they're gonna be around a lot so do you think that if you're attracted to them make that line very 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 clear actually you shouldn't even have to it's just about respect yeah i'm also getting to the point where hold on just to go back to the book i've been reading it's about like you know staying in your lane staying focused on your purpose and you know your peace yeah. so it's like if this doesn't serve my purpose i'm not going to give it that much energy if this is to serve and you can have multiple purposes of course mm -hmm. Um, just identifying what you want your purpose to be, identifying your goals and staying in your and staying firm in your intentions no matter what happens. Don't let anyone change your intentions. True. So it's like if I my intentions is to be with you and be loyal to you and, and you know, and treat you right and whatever. Set those so set those precedents. And if you step outside of that, if you don't have no integrity, you don't have nothing. Hmm. It, it, it also like if you find I feel like if you find out something about somebody like that people be letting that shit crush them and stuff you really have to accept that shit like 
That's who they are. I mean, yeah. And that's everything the thing. happens for a reason. Somebody does some fucked up shit to you that, that is not your person. Bounce. It's 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 like it's not something you could have prevented, I guess, right? Because it, it's also like like you said, they're around a lot, so it's easy for something like that to happen. But if they were down and, and they were down, <sighs> it was gonna happen sooner sad. or later. You just honestly Stuff like every nothing is really sad. Like if you really understand well, everything well, is supposed sad, to happen, but it is like <sighs> fucked up. Everything is really everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. Everything's gonna happen the way it happens. Understanding that things are just happenstance is like all right. It, obviously, and you know when some something crazy happens, you kind of. I used to be like a real control freak. Like I gotta fix this. I gotta make this the way I want it to be. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, obviously, this ain't what it's supposed. This ain't it. <laughs> so it's just like cool. Like damn, I think that's that's a strength I've always had. Though once it's clear to me that this ain't it, or you know what I'm saying, like something along those lines of, uh, this is too much, or why the fuck would I? I just just move on. Just move on. So, can I ask you a take on, I guess like best friends of let's say someone you're trying to mess with like if they do have the opposite gender best friend is that something you should be worried about though um so i've definitely dated somebody who so i've had two sides of the spectrum where i had a guy who had a really really good me female friend i met her she was really great too she was really sweet i liked her everything was fine and he was super transparent about their relationship and things that they would do and stuff like that. So I knew everything was fine. And I trusted this person because they were just transparent all the time. Even if they, even to say like, damn, she looked a little too good today. Um, it's kind of like, damn, what the fuck? I didn't know you looked that good. And that is comforting because those are real thoughts you have, you know? I don't, I don't mind that kind of stuff. I actually prefer it. Because to say that, oh, I've never even tried to look at her that way. She just never looks good. You have eyes. You have, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah, yeah. like, I, I'd rather you be that kind of honest. But then I, I've also been with someone who, this is female friend, this is female, and it was his female friend for years. Like, and then in the middle of us dealing with each other, he ended up fucking her. And then tried to continue, like, this is my friend, this is my friend, this is my friend. And I, I forgot what made me look at their messages, but I saw that, you know, they had talked about like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my, you fucking bitch. Yeah. Like that, 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 at that point, that is not your friend. Once you cross the line between friend and sexual partner, it's, it's not curiosity anymore. You're thinking back, you're thinking back to a moment that it happened. That, yeah, that, and then I you, guess that's you true. can't unsee them sexually. In my opinion, you really can't. Because I mean, there's sense. an animal, like, yeah. you, when you're, me and you right now, we've yeah. never done anything, so it's like, you're my friend. If we, when you cross that line of sexuality, you kind of enter this space of seeing this person animalistically a little bit. Because you don't act like yourself when you're horny as fuck and you're doing that stuff. You act like kind of like an animal. So it's like, in, in ways, I guess. Ex- yeah. But it's just like that is a that is a space you'll only ever see somebody in when you're doing that. It's, yeah. True. So it's like you see them differently. You have access to them in a different space. 
you can't un you can't unknow that shit. That's true. You can't that that relationship has changed completely. Well, I know that's also kind of controversial because I'm really really close to Shane. But me and Shane never had sex. We did stuff sexually, but we weren't we never had sex. I but mean... we but we are very 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 close. And I am in a very exclusive relationship, so Emily always tells me he doesn't like Shane. Because he knows that me and Shane have done things, but one that was twenty sixteen. I but that's the thing though, like I think that's that still sketchy, right? Having a having a I mean, obviously you wanna be secure about it and right. be like, nah, like if you said that it was not something that happened and you don't think about him like that now You had to then then you would have to be like, Okay, yeah, sure. But you know, there's always gonna be that thought lingering, like, nah, you're lying or whatever. And you know, I'm always, I actually always tell him openly, if you really don't want me to talk to Shane or be friends with him, I won't. He always says, I know how much you're friends with him, and I hate it. But I, I like you guys' relationship is important to you. Like he, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's. And good. so he he hates it, but he's like, I'm not gonna tell you, you can't. Yeah, but yeah, that's interesting because you guys did date though, so yeah, for two years. <laughs> exactly, but you exactly so you guys have been like intimate with each other. Yeah, but you know it wasn't often, and it wasn't it. We never went that far because he was yeah, a devout right. Christian at the time. Right, right, right. And even though I was trying to push him to do things, he was a, either way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, in my, my opinion, I think having a friend that's the opposite sex, I think that requires a lot of trust and a lot of transparency for it to be valid. If if you just got this female friend that you always cooling with and you always listening, you always, but she don't ever tell me shit. And you know what I'm saying? Like you, it's yeah, like you if you're being like real quiet, a real it. mouse with it, it's like. Um, I don't know. You just have a lot of space to, I feel like if you care about someone, you won't even give them that much space to think about that. Cause you know it, you know, like with me and you, it's different at this point. Cause I've been so transparent at this point. I don't have to be like that with Emilio. He already know what the fuck is up. But right. yeah, I think if it also depends on the kind of person you're with because if you with someone who be on some one wicked shit it don't matter how you need to be transparent yeah i think it's possible though obviously okay so let's let's talk more about that topic then i guess a little bit um do you think well obviously you probably think yes but friendships with like exes because usually exes are exes because i would say you say that because you ex them out of your life or whatever right mm. uh, maybe i don't know but well, i don't agree i think your ex means someone who it didn't work out with romantically that's that yeah i mean like i said me and shane didn't work out romantically he's he's even though i fuck with bro heavy and even if you listen to Shane, fucks with you but that nigga controlling as a bitch even since we've been friends, when he tell me about stuff that's going on with the girls he's messing with, and he's like, oh, but I told her she can't go to this party. And I'm like, nigga, you can't do that. You can't do that. He's controlling. And that's a problem we had when I was with him. Romantically, it didn't work. But he helped me a lot 
grow as a person. He helped me grow professionally. He helped me a lot, like, as a person. And even to this day, he still does because he's so fucking smart. I, we're great friends, like, but we were meant to be friends, not together, because we don't yeah. mix. And that's the thing. I just think your ex is just someone that didn't work out romantically. If it is also a personality thing, because I'm so much of a pansexual, it's like, yeah, I like his personality a lot. But yeah, it doesn't work for me. For, for like, there are some people who just really heavily depend on physical looks. So, for someone who cares about physicality a lot, no, that nigga, that, that nigga cannot be friends with an ex. Because if he's friends with his ex, it's because she's still super attractive. <laughs> I bet you that bitch still stupid. And she still don't contribute nothing, excuse me, contribute anything to a conversation. So, what do you have to be friends with? Right. I mean, I think it's obviously possible to be friends with your ex. Um <sighs> I think you have to make it clear why you're friends with your ex. Right. See, that's the that could be like a an interesting part about it, I guess. Like there could be a a weird line as to why you would still want to talk to a person after you guys right. tried to do stuff together. If you make that clear, that's one thing. Like, oh wow, we had we just really have the same music interest. I love talking to you about music. That's cool. That's I folk I have music friends, I have movie friends. I understand that. Yeah. True. Yeah, I don't think it's it's anything like. I don't think it should be something that people think is taboo, because. Yeah, I know that some people would say like, "Oh, if you're in a relationship, a certain person will be like, nah, you shouldn't talk to your exes ever or whatever.'" I was. Um, that's how Emilio is, though. That's really how he be. That's why he gets so sick about shame. I mean, it's it's a fair reasoning for it just because if there was something there could be something possibly even if you deny 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 this you still have chemistry or something right something led y'all to being together so and that could easily come up again yeah it's a, it's a fair thought you never honestly really know. i always respect it when they say that that's why i always try to hear them out anyone who feels that way it's a it's a reasonable thought. You can't shut them down. You can't be like, no, 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 no. It's, it's always good to see both ways. But I don't know. I always think that, like I said, if you if you, there's something about that person, if you can justify the friendship to actually being real. Now, being super close, talking every day and stuff like that, that's too much. Being friends that you talk to occasionally, you know, as your friend. I don't talk to all my friends every day. Yeah, but you saying like if you're talking to them a lot, it's if bad, you're right? if your ex is your best friend, that's too fucking much, and you know that's too fucking much. Well, what if it was something like okay, they were best friends, they tried, didn't work, still best friends, somehow. No, like I said, once you've crossed that line... I don't even think line, that's possible, really. It's not but, possible. <laughs> but once you've crossed guess, that yeah. line, it's not possible. Uh, Especially if you tried a relationship and you for several months, and you're like, oh, let's just, uh, let's just stay friends. You, don't, you think that when you call your friend again and you tell him about the nigga you're talking to, you think he's going to want to hear that? You think he's not going to be sick to his stomach? I mean, you're going to... Well, that's the thing. You don't talk to your friends about everything, right? I don't know. 
Like, it depends. Because, yeah, I do. <laughs> like, it depends. I mean, yeah, I guess. I, I don't really about a lot. keep stuff from people anyways, really. So, it's, I so. don't know. I, I, like, you I don't, don't know. I've never, you... never been really a secretive person because I don't have that many secrets to tell. I don't. Nothing bad. I feel anything. that too. Like, I okay. mean, mm, I have like, I have like, some secrets. So yeah, and they should, they could stay secrets. Yeah. If you want them to. <laughs> yeah, I, but I don't know. I think, um, yeah, you know, you definitely can't be best friends with an ex. That's just that's a that's a serious violation. <laughs> that's a serious violation. If 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 a nigga tells me that he's best friends with his ex, he's still fucking hurt. I don't care what you say. I don't care what I, you let me read or you let me see or how you let me talk to her. You're fucking that hoe. I don't care. Yeah, well then, is it just the terminology of best friend that's making it like no? Because you don't even you, have to say that. If you talk friend, to this person all, all the time, like if this is your go-to friend, and she's your ex? Yeah, yeah, you're fucking her. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that makes sense. You're I agree with that. <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, yeah. I feel like there's... Shane's probably the only ex I could be friends with because... What do you mean, could? Be, you are. I know, I'm saying... I mean, even just in thought, none of the rest of them I could be friends with because I didn't, I didn't like them as people. That's crazy. So you only thought of them sexually, romantically, yes. Damn. So it was like I was friends with him first. And I think that's also a good point though. When you're friends with somebody first. Well, that's the way that I think re most relationships should really start out anyways. Yeah. But um, that also it, it requires but then a certain It's hard to get friend zoned and be like, "Damn." I'm friend zoned. Well, have you ever? What's your take on uh, friend zones? This shit's funny. They're necessary. Yeah. They're definitely necessary because, like well, we just you're, discovered. You're, okay, you're a girl, so you probably friend zone a lot of people, and I wouldn't say that. Well, I would say girls normally have the, you know more opportunities to friend zone people because they probably have more advances by dudes just like you know seeing if they can do whatever right just yeah weasel their way in or all the shit. time yes um so i don't know what what do you think is a good sign that you are being friend zoned for a guy a good or for sign? a girl let me ask this then what is something that would make you want to friend zone someone like, let's say you, you technically did have some kind of interest, but then you're like, oh, wait, I think they're better off as a friend. If I, if I have an interest in someone, like, just initially, and I'm like, okay, they, maybe they'd be better off as a friend. Um, would it have to have, like, you wouldn't have to have, like, a very, like, a good attraction, like... If I'm very, very attracted to them... Um, I would friend zone them because I guess if I see one that they're very interwoven into like my personal, like my friends and stuff like that. If I don't, if I don't like them that much, 
but I could see that um, they would be around a lot. Um, what do you mean by that? <laughs> like, we have a lot of the same friends and stuff. But oh, I don't okay, like yeah, them yeah. enough to want to dive head first. I'm still kind of feeling it out. Like, I'm getting to know them and I'm not blown away by anything or something like that. But I could tell that they are very much smitten with me. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm not, if I don't like you that much, but you like me so much, and we have a lot of the same friends, probably gonna end up friendzoning you because, actually, first and foremost, always it's always crazy for me. It's always crazy. It's always constantly calling me, constantly texting me, wondering where I'm at, asking me a lot of personal questions over it. Hmm. Personal questions. That's not it, but. Um, uh, asking me a lot of reassuring questions like you want to know where we're going and this and that really really early Uh-oh. that kind of stuff makes me like oh I can't do this if you got the balls to ask me that now yeah. I can't imagine what you're going to ask me later it's like you think I'm supposed to like you that much already oh, who yeah, do you yeah, think yeah. you are it just I, you, if I'm catching controlling or obsessive vibes friend zone because I don't I just know that that only can grow to something that I'm not willing to deal with I'm gonna friend zone you absolutely and you know you know they try to like when guys do that they also try to I just I move too fast and I just like you so much and you don't even know me (laughs) you just met me they more or less like the prospect of what you seem like you can be exactly but that's the truth of the matter is you should also know by now it's easy as fuck to give a perception to someone in the first few days yeah you can feed them whoever you want them to think you are in the first few days but that's just manipulative but i'm but if you're not a good person wouldn't you naturally do that yes i guess that's true like you wouldn't even you wouldn't even be purposely doing that you just do it like that's what i'm saying like you have to I, i want someone who has the patience to actually try to figure out who I really am and not just in the beginning because you gotta be you gotta be some kind of hip at this point that the person you meet in the beginning is not who you're actually fucking with yeah that's true so I so would you say like it's something that you think of quick then right like after a couple interactions I would say after a week you know if you're gonna spread on somebody that's fair I would say yeah I would say after a couple interactions if, after a couple of interactions, oh yeah, but, uh, yeah. I have to say, after you first meet them or you first start like having that interest, um, in the first three or four days, you should really know. I think the main thing I would friend zone a girl with is if I feel like she's boring. I think. Kind of want you to do all the thinking, talking. No, I don't think that's boring. I just think more or less like, not boring, but shallow. Sure. Yeah, very surface level. Like, not really. Don't have much of an opinion on things. Like a I don't sheep. really like people like that. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. So when when I if I'm trying to talk to someone and then I ask them about something and they go like super in depth, obviously that's like okay, yeah, this person actually wants to talk with me. You know what I mean? Right. Um, if they don't want to do that, then it's more or less like okay, I see you're giving me kind of bullshit answers. I see. Or if you're bad at 
texting that's like I'm bad at texting. I don't understand. It's because I don't want to text. I want to get on the phone. I'm sure well, all of my friends person, hate then, me. I guess. Yeah, everyone, everyone, all my friends hate me because if you, I want to talk to you or if I have something to say, I'm going to call you. Everyone's like, why the fuck you always call? I'm not <laughs> going to text you. I fucking hate texting. Well, the thing about texting is I do think it is sort of an a, like an art to it because there's a lot of things that can be lost in translation. Right. Like you can't really. Some tones, like, <laughs> through text don't really come through, like, unless right. you're using, like, emojis or something like that, um, or you're good, really good with words, then, then it'll come through, but, right. yeah, if they're, I don't know, if they're boring, yeah, bad, if they have bad sense of humor, or just some, like, not my sense of humor, or, like, really dry humor, probably gonna friend zone. Mm. Um, but that's just, that's more or less, like, even, like, acquaintance zoning. Like, I don't even want to be your friend at that Damn. point, I guess. Damn. Because, I, I mean, that's, I feel like that's fair. Like, why would I be friends with someone I don't feel like is giving me anything I think, that I want to um, be around, I guess? Like, I will friend zone someone who, um, is very... I hate the, like, chase a bag people. <laughs> you know, get up and get a bag. You know, the people who oh. are, you know, just, uh, I guess I guess shallow is a good word for it too. But I really mean, like, the social media bunnies. Like, the people who kind of, keep, you know, the, you know that sheep that, like, it's like this idea that, I don't know, it's this common persona that you see a lot on, on social media. That, you know, the people. Yeah. I hate it so fucking much. I actually like. I, I have to ask you. You say like opinionated. I like just like the. I just like weirder people. Like. Yeah. I don't like someone who's doing too much to fit in, or is trying to prove themselves a little too much. Yeah. That kind of stuff turns me off so much. Like I just want you to be unapologetically you. No matter who the fuck you are, even if you are, That's fair. I guess if you are a sheep, I can't, I just can't, I, I can't think that anyone's actually like that though. Yeah. yeah true. I don't think that anyone in their well, I mean, actual, like the core of their spirit is like that. bad at conveying how they really feel about stuff. But that's the thing. I, like I said, I want someone who is kind of out loud have, about who they yeah, are. Yeah, like to have a safe answer. I want you to have, I want you to be sure of yourself and your character is not a, it's not a up in the air thought. Right. Uh, I I just want to be able to find out what's unique about you through our conversations, through our interactions. If I can't, oh, I don't want nothing to do with you for real. Yeah. This is so fucking boring. Like, just kill me, bro. (laughs) Yeah, that's. That's pretty much how I feel too. Just disgusting. I, it's weird though, cause I don't know. I feel like I come across so many different kinds of people, and when I say like a, those kinds of boring people, it's it's interesting because I don't understand how they process things. Like I don't understand how they how they get like joy out of stuff. Because they just get, they're so, like, 
I don't know. It's it's weird. They're like almost like NPCs. They're like very mainstream mean. and like. I say all the time. I like, actually have someone fuck? like this very close to me, and one of the main things I constantly tell them is, "I don't understand you." <laughs> I tell them all the time, "I don't understand you," because I don't understand how your brain works. And there's such a fake person, like a literally an NPC person, I swear to God, I'm convinced yeah. that they can't explain it. And I literally, it drives me insane. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it, it's definitely hard to um, talk to people. I, I do also hate when people, mostly people like that, they can't really carry conversations. I don't like that. Yeah, and, and then when, like, it's like, I can only drive the conversation, but so much, and I'll try. I'll give it my best effort. Yeah. I'll try. I mean, even and then, me, it's like, it's very, I'm very introverted, so it's, I don't seek conversations that well But I can or that ask much. you questions that I feel like I'm good at probing and, you know, getting those conversations started with a good engine. And yeah. if you still are giving me nothing, I just... Do you have a soul? Like, <laughs> what, do, where are Maybe you? Maybe they're just... Sometimes those people could just be scared of offending you. Maybe. I understand way. that. But, you know, I, I don't, though. <laughs> I don't. Because I, I feel like I try to, to, to detect, like, where that insecurity and connection is going. And yeah. I try to open up the floodgates to say, you know... Just whatever you're thinking, just say it. You know, it's trying to be so warm and inviting to just have a conversation because it blows the fuck out of me if I can't have one. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I typically get when I go through this, I'm not as complex as you. I'm very simple. And I just truly don't believe that there are simple people. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't really believe that anybody is simple. No, well, that's what I was saying. Like, more or less, they're just probably bad at conveying what they really feel, I guess. Right. Or they probably just don't want to come across as someone that sticks out like a sore thumb, you know? Like, they don't Maybe they don't trust to. people, you know? Yeah, like that could like be that. true, too, at right. the same point. Like, it's also, I guess it does depend on the certain interaction, like where you meet them, why you're talking to them. Right, right. Because um, that, that's also, it could just be like, they just don't feel like talking to you and they just don't want to keep talking. Right. So then that's, that's a also a thing. So but Maybe they have also been, um, I've never really cared about expressing unnecessary thoughts. I'm going to do it. I just, I, I really kind of talk as I think. I don't mm. really give a fuck about what I say. Maybe some people were raised in environments where that's not really been a thing or... Yeah, like they're not allowed to. Yeah. So it's kind of like they typically hold back unnecessary thoughts. So they kind of just skip straight to the point. And if it doesn't have a point, they won't even say anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess I guess we're trying to figure it out right now. I actually really... really I'm not kidding you. It, it puzzles me. I interact people like this a lot and i just really feel like am i one of the only real people on this earth 
not 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 seriously, but no, I get. That I do really out. question if there are actually people who are not real, like right. legitimately. Yeah, yeah. Because it just blows my mind to not be able to have a single solitary thought, especially because if I go if I go through this too much, I'll start asking like, "What are your interests? What's your favorite movie? You know, stuff like that." And my God, the answers just blow my fucking mind. So what, I told you this one time I was interacting with a girl, yeah. and she was she was like that. She was just so fucking. She just tasted like water, and it was just blowing me. And I got to a point where I was like, I gotta know that this person is real. So I started asking questions about her favorite album, favorite movie, favorite food. This bitch told me her favorite movie of all time was Forty Year Old Version. I almost backhanded that bitch just to What's see if she with felt that? anything. <laughs> what if that was her favorite movie of all time, bro? Man. Of I guess, all time? I guess you can definitely tell. There's definitely certain situations where it's like you can tell like what kind of person they are. And that mm-hmm. is definitely a question that you can tell very easily what kind of person they are. Um. Which is why, like, most niggas who are sheep, they'll say something like Scarface or um, Goodfellas, paid in full. <laughs> you think so? Yes. You don't understand how many times I've heard Let that. Let me answer. ask, what would you say then? Somebody asked me what my favorite movie of all time is right now? Yeah, sure. Everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit, this movie is fucking That's amazing. a great movie, yeah. That's your favorite <laughs> movie of all time? Very, very. Valid. I, I mean, yeah, that's a great movie. I would say that, or I would say, um, <laughs> the I fuck don't know. are you about to say? I don't, I don't even know what you... I would have said before I saw that movie, man. I don't fucking know. No <laughs> it's, that, it's that movie. It's just, <laughs> it is it's, really it's that, just that movie. She's really her. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is a fantastic movie. It's I mean, movie. see, that, that puts me in a situation where, um, I've seen a lot of movies, so. It is hard to like narrow it down. Hey, what about if somebody asked you your favorite album? Um, somebody looks at me and they say nothing was the same. All time. I also want to backhand it. Um, you're fucking playing with me right now, right? Well, would this would this technically just be an album that I can listen to every day and not? mad about yeah i guess so um (laughs) i don't want to like i actually don't have like a specific album at the moment but what i'm thinking of right now is either swimming by mac just because i I feel like at that point, when I listened to that, there was just a lot of stuff going on at the time. So I really like that movie. It's different because you can like an album based off of just the album, but you could also like an album for different reasons. Yeah, like it's nostalgic and stuff like that. Yeah, so like if I'm if like I'm that. giving you nostalgic, then yeah, swimming is definitely one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm giving you nostalgic, I'm giving you Beyonce B-Day. If you're talking about just, like, what I think is just objectively my my best album, 
<sighs> See, it's hard to ask a person like me those kinds of questions because I don't want to say a wrong thing. Because for some reason, I feel like there's a wrong answer. But... Because <laughs> it, it changes so much. I really like men I trust. Um, Uncle Jazz. As an album. That's just a very... Uh, just like a very um, spiritual album. Kind of, in a way. Like, I really like the way it sounds. I like the atmosphere of it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know any of the lyrics of it. So... That's why it's like, oh, is it really my favorite album? I know some lyrics, but... I mean, if you listen to it, I feel like there are listening... I said this to Autumn earlier when we were in the car, and I told her, I said, there are some songs that I've listened to so many countless times over the years, and I still don't know them. There are songs that I exclusively want to listen to. I don't ever want to know it because I don't want to sing it. I want to listen to it. Right. Um, and then there are songs that I want to sing because I'm like, oh, did he snap? And I got to sing that with him. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, it definitely be like that, though. I definitely have songs like that, like, for real. But I would say if I'm listening, my first, my favorite overall album actually would have to be Over It by Summer Walker. This is because song for song on the whole album from start to finish, she just, she put her foot in that damn album. I don't even know what she put. She sprinkled some crack in every song. <laughs> but just it's just like it's one of those albums you can listen to from front and back night and day you wouldn't even think that you that one or trip trip by Janae Iko like I don't know them singing bitches man they be nah, knowing they what do. they're doing if you if you like definitely feel the same ways too and you can relate to it that also makes an album just way better right that's a good point too that's a good point. But there's just some things that are just great songs, man. Like, fucking great songs. But this thing, if I ask you what your favorite album is and you give me something, like, you know, if you say Take Care by Drake. You hate that answer? I would hate that answer. Great album, don't get me wrong. But it's just like... You think it's like a cop-out? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing... There's if no you say, what is your favorite album, would you think that that favorite album would be the first album that comes to mind to you? No, absolutely not. Okay, then, yeah. But I will say, because when I say favorite album, the first thing that comes to my mind is Love for Rent, but that's because that's the best album I've been listening to lately. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Right. And like, I'm going to say the best album I've heard lately. That's not a crazy thing, really. All right. Well, it's getting a little bit long, so let's just wrap this up. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, hope you guys have a good night, good day, whenever you're listening to this. Um, I've been Hazy J. You already introduced me, man. Take me out. Take me out. Okay, and I've been with Naya. Okay. So, yeah. All right.